Good morning. Oh, you, you're talking. Okay, music down. Good. Don't speak yet. Okay. Good morning, and welcome to your daily game face. I am Dr. Kim Lannon in good spirits this morning, and you are already starting by interrupting me and talking over me. You're in good spirits. I am. I had to start the show to stop you from going at me. <laughs> I came in and it's late starting the show. Why is that, Lou? Well, you were late. No, I wasn't. Yes, you were. I was right on time. No, you weren't. But <laughs> I had a technical issue in the studio, which yeah. I fixed. It took you 10 minutes. Uh, and it was actually longer because it went over the time that I was late, so yeah. to speak. It's not so to speak. I wasn't late. I was right on time. I had to update the show. I had time. To, time I, had so to, I know you were late. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, it wasn't Dunkin' Donuts this morning. <laughs> well, was it? Um, well, there was traffic. <laughs> it was, you know, getting here. I don't know. It's just, you know, it's before Christmas. By the way, I get to try this beautifully made root beer. No, no, Dr. Dr. Pepper, Pepper bar barbecue sauce. Dr. Pepper barbecue sauce, which I'm very delighted about, but I'm also scared because you told me to be scared. <laughs> no, I didn't. I just <laughs> asked for a mulligan. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, that scares me. No, but you this, know what? Actually, I, but I, but this is the whole. Wait, before this is the whole psychological spirit of Christmas. This right here is so meaningful because you thought of me and you made something that could kill me, and <laughs> it's not going to kill you. It, you might wish it killed you. It's not going to kill you. No, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But you, this is like you know, this is better than like you know. Well, obviously things are nice, but I love this because yeah. this is important. Did you like your gift? I did. You're going to use it? Yes, yes I'm absolutely going to use it. So the backstory behind Lou's gift is normally I get Lou whiskey, which he was probably waiting for because that's what I always get. I was it's timing just, my He was timing his whiskey consumption too. Kim's going to get me a really cool <laughs> bottle this year. And I disappointed, I think, because... No, not at all. Okay. But I finally got Lou. He's going to have to get... Well, he won't go because it could sit in a drawer for years but I am making it so that he has to go to the best restaurant up in the best place that we go to that we share in our right. space, which I won't tell everyone because then they'll all flock there. It's the only restaurant in the, in the town yeah. I've been to. <laughs> and it's the only restaurant. It's the best yeah. restaurant. People come from Boston specifically to go to this restaurant and they come from Connecticut. They come from New Jersey okay. to in Canada to go to this restaurant. You refuse <laughs> to go to this restaurant. It's my favorite one. I go at least two or three times a week when I'm there when it's open and you won't go. So now That's I not gave... an accurate representation mm, of, of the mm -hmm. situation. I literally offered to meet you there on the same day we're there together and you still opt to go to the crappiest place in the town. <laughs> I'm like, I'm at the high end place and you're over at slums. See, you're acting <laughs> like I have free will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and there we go back to our Sapolsky issue of yeah. free will. You don't have choice. So you don't have any kind of any control of your own destiny. I don't know about humans in general, but I may fall in that category. Oh, God. Well, you know, maybe in relationship to what you're in now, but yes. Um, and it's Heather's favorite, too. Heather and I go there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, 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 I've been trying to get Lou for five years to go to this restaurant, and he refuses that's, to go. Again, that's inaccurate. Well, that's how I'm going to put it. Okay. Okay, yeah. he has someone behind him that apparently wants to go to other places that <laughs> they just the place that you always end up at sucks i'm sorry it's just yeah and it's judgment it sucks they even have rats in the kitchen knowingly around town they talk about the rats in the kitchen which i love i had a pet rat that's different okay. <laughs> i'm just saying okay merry christmas <laughs> first of all not to defend the situation but 85 percent of the rest restaurant kitchens have rats so well no but there's there's stories that i could tell you i won't tell you because then people I... will figure it out but there's yeah. actual like known stories of current like they actually shut it down several times because they had to do health department issues and that's pretty okay. big for new hampshire i gotta make sure <laughs> live free or yeah, die I know, right <laughs> i gotta i gotta check with you afterwards to make sure we're talking about the same restaurant because i think i know what you're talking about yeah yeah <laughs> so for people that couldn't see that i just put up my fingers for the for the letters and yeah. yep that's the one yep, yep. okay <laughs> i know exactly what you're talking about where you've been where you are yes yeah. but anyway so i so lou got the gift certificate that won't you know get used and then eventually i'll say hey lou, it will get give me, used give me back that gift certificate. i will send you pictures you will and you'll go see Lori and claire Laurie the owner and, and get, well Lori's the like an awesome waitress 
server. Okay. I shouldn't say waitress. Server, who's amazing. You should ask for Lori. Mm -hmm. And then, and then Claire is the owner with her son, Dan, and they are amazing. So if people know anything about it, they'll be like, oh, we know where that is because they'll yep. know Claire and Dan. Like I said, I think I'm going up in a couple of weeks, actually. I know. And what I say to you? What? What did I, I say forget, to you? I forget oh, that my. I won't go go to the restaurant. Oh, I did say that. No, but I, I said I said you should make sure I, I know because you know you know people in high places. Oh, that's right. Yeah, me <laughs> use my influence. <laughs> well, because you like to stay where I have a place. Oh, God, yeah, I love that place. I you you love that place, but you won't go to the place I love to eat. Whatever. Again, anyway. inaccurate. So this is perfect timing because this goes right into <laughs> families and holidays. <laughs> okay, so um, I mentioned how much I love this holiday. Do you really? No. Oh. oh, I do. Well, I see. I don't like you know. I don't like Thanksgiving. So this is your Thanksgiving yeah. for you, and right. Uh, so, but this is perfect timing because this is about the, what I was going to talk about today. Not that, but it's about you know you got to pick your stuff around family. So a couple stories have come out in the past week because you know people are talking about family and going to family and and it's Christmas time and all these things. But um. And by the way, I just have to also, I'm sidetracked. I'm also shouting out to Heather. Heather had a little illness over the weekend oh. and Heather's recovering at home. So Heather, thank you for joining. Cause if not, she'd be at work right now. So okay. she's, she's, um, she had a little illness over the weekend. Well, hopefully she's feeling better. Yes. And I think she is. <laughs> I just have to laugh because I'm having dialogue of between the two of us. <laughs> that, that was very funny. In a dialogue going on. Oh yes. So anyway, just about dying. Nobody's dying. So, you know how people we get dying. She says, I am. Aw, yay. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So, but here's the thing. A couple stories have come out. And uh, first of all, you can choose your family. You know how people are always like, you can't choose your family. Yes, you can. You can yep. choose your family. First of all, you don't have to have biological family to be your family. You don't have to have anybody to be your family. You can be just on your own. But um, family's hard. And this is, I mean, I sort of talk about it in general, but ethereally. But there's a couple stories that have come up that are really commonplace in terms of the holidays and just in general. This is the first time in the year that people usually get together other than Thanksgiving. But Christmas seems to be the one yeah. or or even I mean, I had a couple of people celebrating Hanukkah and I don't hear the same stories coming out of Hanukkah that I do coming out of Christmas. It's just like the beat down time. You know, it's yeah. like it's, everyone gets their ammo in and fires up for whatever it is and then just add alcohol and we so. um <laughs> seriously um you know it's it's a it's a shit storm and so there's a couple stories that have come out in the past week to me in my practice and then in general of other people and talking to me over the week and um saying like you should talk about that on your podcast about how to manage family but i sort of do that anyway but this is more about really understanding that it's really much more commonplace to have the feelings going into christmas that Oh God, I've got to go and do that. It's obligation. It's yep. not out of something you're wanting to do necessarily. You're overextending yourself, which I've talked about a lot, which is one of the biggest stressors. And one of the biggest stressors on the body is, is the overextension. And, and I told you, I think maybe two weeks ago, I said, I'm not overextending this year in terms of like the output effort of, you know, I'm doing less is more. Yep. I'm really trying to make that thing of like, okay, we're going into um, not, you know, materialistic things don't equal love uh you know they <laughs> yeah. don't and yeah. and and people really believe that you know i mean i've had several people be like i have to go out and get more for this person because the the other person has more than they do so i have to equal it out or yeah. money it's like this is not and i cringe when i hear that because it reminds me of growing up years and how that brings so much tension and stress to the table so to speak and then you've got you know say five or six people in the room and you know on on christmas day say and you've trained them so well to be comparing in the room of yeah. who got what and how much they got and that means that they love them more or it's like all these little innuendos that right. are really implied truthfully in a lot of ways because you know people call out their favorites and it's clear you know um people you know doing you know saying things to people that are just like wow hurtful but they you know they think it's like fine like oh you know you're my you you know i love you but you know i also love this one it's just these yeah. commentaries that come out that people think are innocuous that are really hurtful um and then you've got um people you know going into doing things like yankee swaps and oh. and and 
you know, do you want to do a Yankee swap and who, you know, and this gets into it too. If you, if you're a family of six or four, I'm thinking of different families, four or six or, or two, well, if you're two, but you have to buy for like a ton of people, or, you know, if you have to do all these like gift exchanges and all these things and you're two people versus six people, you know, and six people, you know, have to buy for, you know, a whole bunch of people. It's just, it's a lot. And so, you know, sometimes, I know there's a, there's this funky thing out there that like you can wrap a gift from your own home and trade it out. Like, I'm not for that. Like keep your own junk to yourself. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want your junk. I don't want my junk. So why would you want, you know, you know, to give me your junk? Yep. So, so there's all these like things that come up around trying to make people feel like they're loved and supported and, and all these things. And it's wrapped up in money and gifts and food and alcohol. And then you get together and these are the times of, like everyone crosses boundaries and po- people talk about politics and religion and sex and all these things. And it's like, mm, it's so much effort, <laughs> so choices. much mental, it's so much mental yeah. energy to put into that. Um, and then laughingly, I had this conversation with a patient the other day. We were like, well, then what if, if no one, if no one gets caught up in the overextension, no one overeats, no one drinks a lot, no one talks about any of the hot topics, then what fun is Christmas? <laughs> and I'm like, exactly. Why bother? Right. Yeah. So I try to tell people that and, it, and it's been hard because I was raised in the environment of all of that. Like yep. go over the top, be crazy. Like it may, you're going to be miserable. Like it was always like misery. Yay. Here it comes. Yep. <laughs> Happy Christmas. Um, but try to, it's just another day. So the dinner shouldn't be more than just the other day, you know, like, right. yeah, you're setting a nice table or something like that, but it's, it's an, you know, maybe a few more extra things here and there just to make it special, but it doesn't have to be this thing where you're, you're, you're killing yourself mentally, emo- you know, emotionally, physically, spiritually, you know, overextending on the, the finances. This is the first time in a long time that literally last night I was like, huh, I'm, I'm actually done. I don't have <laughs> anything your your gift was sitting in my car for two weeks because i didn't want to give it to you too soon like yeah. you know like i was like wow this is good i'm actually done That's i don't have, yeah. you know enjoy, i have i actually well i'm done with all the the woo i haven't done any of the food yet because i yeah. don't do that till the bitter end um but that's that's like normal i go grocery shopping anyways on blah 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 day and then it's done but this is it's such a nice feeling because i'm like well it's going to be exactly this i and i didn't do that thing where well i gave this person this much and this person that much and you know two hundred dollars on them so everybody that's a lot of people <laughs> yeah so well i have to say i did that for particular people but not sure everybody you know yeah. and it's just like there's a you got to pick your spaces where you feel like okay this is a lot or this is not necessary and if a person feels unloved because of that and there are people that are going to say that in some way like there's going to be disappointment if you set yourself up for disappointment if you, if you go into it with all these expectations, I think that's your biggest mistake, um, you know, in terms of interpersonal connections with people, um, dynamics, gifts, gifts is one of the biggest things. That's what I keep hearing about. It's like, what am I not going to get? What am I going to get? Did I, you know, is that, you know, and how disappointed people get when they don't get what they want. I'm very, I'm, I was very easy. (laughs) I asked for two calendars and an ornament. Two calendars and ornament. That's what I asked for. Yeah. You know, from him. <laughs> you know, people have... And he gives me more than that, but it's just like, I don't like... First of all, if I want something, I'm probably going to go get it. And yeah. second of all, you know, I love opening gifts. I, lo- I love a stocking more than I love anything. <laughs> so, but it's just like, it's... I don't know. Maybe it's just in the, in the aging process and wisdom. It's like, I, you know, I care, but I care about things that people like like know me for, like, if you go out and really, you know, you spend $20 on something that, you know, I'm going to love or 200 on something, you know, I'm going to love. And I know you put that effort into that thought. Yes. You know, not 17 gifts. I don't need that. People don't react to that. I don't do a gift limit thing, but people always always ask me, you know, what do you want? Because I don't want anything. Take your money and spend it on yourself and have some fun. I have everything I need and I know how much pressure everybody's under. Right. Take, take it off. Right. Yeah. Well, so, and that's the thing. It's like you get to get like you. I saw people out. I was in I think it was Target. I think it was Target last week or maybe a week before. But people were talking. I could hear them in the aisles being like, well, we better get one more thing because we don't have an, like it's it, you can hear thing. the dialogue of yeah. like, well, we have to have enough under the tree. And 
I keep telling people with kids that are like, you know, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, that age, I'm like, give them experiences. Kids do not remember gifts per se, unless it's, you know, like the Red Rider BB gun because it was the Christmas story. You know, nobody, the kids don't remember that. They remember going sledding, going skiing, going bowling, going yeah. out for a night, um, looking at the lights, it, people, or going on a trip somewhere that you plan for the spring or in, and giving like, you know, I know a lot of people do Disney. So they give Disney like, trips and then they give like a little you know stuffed animal for disney and then like a game for disney you know that kind of stuff so they give them a prelude to it but that kind of stuff is it more memorable for kid than than doing a, a stack of gifts yeah, i asked my daughter and she said let's do something together it's yeah. like it jokes on you that's exactly what i want the gift the best well the get <laughs> yeah. the best gift you can give people is spending time with them yeah Right. Well, that's my answer to them all the time. What do you want? I want time. Right. And, have dinner and, or something. and I think that that's yeah. such an elusive term for people. Like it's a, yeah, but I get a lot of, yeah, but uh, it's like, yeah, but you should spend time with it. You don't need to do anything else. Even if you have, um, I had an interesting experience. I had a family, um, I had a family and, um, very unhealthy, very toxic, very, uh, the the phrases that came out of their mouth uh towards their their family member who they had um were were trying to control and really get uh hands on last last week um their their whole thought is and they this was the quote you cannot be friends and you cannot have these people in your life unless we want them in your life and this by the way this is adult parents 70 something plus to a 30 something year old saying you can words really? were, you cannot have them in your life if we don't like them and we don't like them so you can't have them and nobody can nobody can like no other family members either like they were trying to exclude this person out of everybody's life because they didn't want them there because they're a threat so why do i bring that up is because it goes back to the whole like gifts and christmas and families is people also don't like interlopers people don't like other people sometimes being in their closed circle of of yeah. trust, so to speak. Remember, uh, uh, what's uh, what's that movie with Ben Stiller? Um, and oh, come on. Sorry. Meet the parents. Oh, no, meet the think, parents. Yeah, yeah, I was like, parent trap, parent, parent yeah. trap. Um, but meet the parents. It's that it's that closed circle of trust. But I I try to explain to the family that you cannot have a closed circle. You have to have an open circle with with tentativeness at times for people that you know. But there's a so tightly enmeshed yeah. and controlling that um, when it comes to holidays, it makes it really unhealthy and very toxic. And I see this a lot in people like that don't want their family members to go off and spend time with other family members or with other people other than them yep. um, or, or have them involved or have them invited over or, you know, why are, why are those people coming and why are we not spending time together only? Because you know, you're you giving have... those people a peek behind the curtain. Right. Which, so it's really important yeah. to have flexibility. That's one of the tips for today is like have some flexibility. So set your boundaries and then have some flexibility in your boundaries that, you know, like if you're that person that is very, for lack of a better term, controlling of you want your time and your gift of time, but it's this time of year and you have only so much time. Oh yeah. No, right. No, it's yeah. about like giving, you have to be able to give other people time and then schedule out the time for something else. Like, Oh, we'll go do something like, in a month or yeah. whatever. Oh yeah. Um, but people just get so caught up in the actual day, having to celebrate on the day, and it has to slam in as much as possible. And everybody, and by the time you're done with the day, it's so exhausted it takes you two weeks to recover. Now, no, no. And I'm going to feel a residual because I see you know seventy some odd people a week, and I would say at least eighty percent of them are having this going on. Oh, and I'm talking about time with the kids. It's never like Christmas time. Mm. It's just like let's go get dinner sometime. Right. You know, my daughter, who ended up deciding to go to a concert together in August, you know, it's right. like, you know, it's just like, it's not important that I take your time up in Christmas. Right. I know you got, you know, she's married now. She's got right. several families to deal with. And see, and this, and this is so important that you have what I like for people to push towards that healthy space, right? Is that you understand and you give space and grace to the knowledge that your adult child has other people that and it doesn't take, you don't get replaced or somehow it shouldn't slight you or you want, right? So you know yep. that she'll take time with you. She's also got her husband's family and their family's family. Like, so she's got to be able to do that without pressure. And so many people feel the pressure of having to take care of everybody. Yep. Um, 
instead of just being like, okay, now, it's, now if you haven't seen family in a really long time and you don't make, and you're, and this is the only time you're going to see each other, this is the other caveat and you're getting together, you may be coming from a long distance and you're spending time. And then all of a sudden you find out, oh my gosh, there's, it's not just us as the family. Now it's turned into multiple people from the family. That's hard for people. And I do yeah. try to give some latitude to the fact that, wow, you really should spend more time with the people that are coming from afar that you haven't seen because they're, you know, not loaded up with every other person to like buffer unless, and usually you find out that there's tension and yeah. that's why they're buffering, you know, yeah. there's, you know, I like to buffer. <laughs> right. So, so, I mean, there's so many different moving parts and scenarios around families, but I think that, you know, the holiday isn't really about the holiday. It's really about managing yeah. the family, managing family and dynamics of relationships that are close to you or forced, forced close or obligated close to you that you're supposed to like be in um, relation to. And I think it's nice to be able, going back to the top of the show is nice to be able to really choose your family. Like, so, you know, if you feel the pressure, you know, people do from some family, you have to be here, you have to do this, you know, it, it just ruins the holiday. I have one client that we've spent literally the last six weeks for the, every year when I've had him in my practice for a while, every year, probably for the past five or six years, we talk about Christmas coming starting in August mm. and wow. it always causes him huge fight with his wife and he's got now a four and a half year old. So he's so negative about it and so upset about it every year, even though we've worked through it and we don't work through it. And then we yep. work. Um, but he just literally walks around like it's a Hallmark holiday. It's a commercial. Like he's, you know, the Grinch, like totally all yep. the time. And it takes us all. It took us all the way till this. Let's say, oh, yeah. Till yesterday to spin him out for this year to finally get him unstuck to be like, OK, because we're only a week away and he knows he's going to get relief after this. And once it's done, he can release yeah. his mind. But it's because he has the dynamic of splitting himself amongst all the obligations that he feels he has to do and supposed to do to make him the good son, the good grandchild, the good husband, the good friend, like all these things instead of. Just I and I keep saying, set your limit. Yeah. You have a four and a half year old. It's about your kid. Stay home. Make people come to you. Make and I use that loosely. Make you know, if people yeah. want to see you, they'll come to you. There, it's a child's holiday essentially. Have them come to you. But instead, it's you know, and I've told you this before in the audience. You know, I got packed up right after you open gifts. Pack up, dress up, and get out. And you're on the on the road for the rest of the day on yeah. Christmas, and that was awful. And all I want to do is sit around and play and be in PJs. That's what kids want to do. And that's what he wants to happen. But instead he falls into all the traps of the guilt and the obligation and the supposedness yeah. and all these things. And it makes it really difficult. Oh, you, that dynamic about family and the obligation and choosing a family, you spend most of the year, most people spend most of the year separating themselves from the family yes. in, in some form or right. another. And then they're drawn back in they're obligated to come back in in Christmas and that becomes a very <laughs> concentrated time to get all those family dynamics in yes. for the people that you've limited time with. Right. Right. So it's just, it's just intense. It's just, and it's tough sometimes. Well, and, and so think but see the kid four and a half year old. Yeah. That's ready made excuse. Well, that's what I Put told up him. Your boundaries. That's what I told him. I said, you can I have a family now. That's what I yeah. was using with him when he was one. I said, you have a baby now. So you have a built in excuse for the next like eight, nine, 10 years. Yep. And he hasn't taken the mulligan on this. He has not. And because he, he feels, and this is what happens. We have such a psychological pull to our families yeah. that pull us through making us feel bad or we feel, you know, they don't make us feel bad. We choose to feel bad, but it is them making, they're doing things or saying things to make us feel a certain way. And we don't have, we allow it. We don't have the yeah. tools to feel. We, we have the tools usually to put up the boundary, but we don't because when we put it up, the feeling feels so uncomfortable to sit with. It's easier just to give in, but there's the hard versus the unnecessary hard. I always say, well, it's hard anyway, so you might as well just go with the hard if you make it with a boundary. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, if people don't like it, I, you understand. I understand that this is upsetting to you. However, I have a four-year-old, and I want them to be able to have Christmas at home. Please come over. Um, you know, but, it, you know, the messages that come of like, oh, I can't believe you're doing this to us. We, You're breaking tradition. Well, there's nothing wrong with creating new traditions. I'm making tradition. Right. No, I'm not breaking tradition. I'm making tradition. Right. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with changing the the narrative, the dialogue, the, the format. And that's where flexibility has to come in. But people get so rigid around the holiday. Um, and 
and and I did ask, I have multiple clients that celebrate Hanukkah and this is not a thing. Yeah. It's, no, it's such a different, a different um, because, you know, a few weeks ago, Bruce was like, does she even know Hanukkah yeah. song? And I was like, yes, I do. But I asked, I think almost all the people in my practice that celebrate Hanukkah and I never heard from any of them. That's probably my 20% that doesn't talk about this stuff because they don't, you know, they have eight days of light and yeah. presence and, all, but they go about, it's just, it's like normal life and they just have special foods and it, they have one, I mean, one of my clients, they get together with like their whole family on one of the days, but it's not this big pressured, like you don't hear the same storyline that you do around Christmas. It's a religious holiday. Right. Christmas isn't, that much anymore no if at all it's it's a very secular holiday so well most of the time when you say do you go to church to someone they say yes at christmas <laughs> or easter yeah right oh for me i mean i was raised catholic but midnight mass was the only thing i went to yeah <laughs> the only certainly the only thing i voluntarily went to and and back in our day yeah. there was midnight mass and now you can't find one i think there's what yeah. you know it's nine o'clock <laughs> yeah because priest yeah. has to be in bed and that's fine. I don't miss it. <laughs> At midnight, I'm like, <laughs> right. Yeah. But but that's the thing is like it's not it's it's so it's so lost on the message. So you know, I when I talk to kids about it in my practice, like, what are you looking forward to? I've had more and more kids. At least I think some of the parenting is going in this direction of like they love the songs, they love the lights, they love like giving. I have two kids in my practice this week already say that i said what's your favorite part of christmas and they're like giving things to people and i'm like ah oh. usually i am so used to hearing me like i can't wait for this and yeah. giving you know, it's giving i was like oh that's so nice so i had a kid last night give me give me something um and he you could just see <laughs> how happy he was and it's so unusual to see yeah that that's and you know and i was like what you know what's your favorite part he says i just love giving things and his mom was like this is what he loves to do he'd rather give than get and he, she goes don't get me wrong he likes to get but he'd rather yeah. give and you can see the and difference it's nice in when his it's energy pure like that yeah it was so yeah. nice you know 10 year old 10 year old feeling that way it's like wow yeah. that's really great you just don't want him in a position where i have to show how people how much i love them with the gift right and yeah. it wasn't like something yeah. it was just and it was things that were really meaningful like he made me something, he gave me something he knows I would like, and then she inserted something that would be really special. So, yeah, but it would be unique and special that she wanted to do for me. Like, it was just nice. And that's the spirit. It's not something like, you know, we don't need to go on a trip to Greece, except for me. <laughs> I need to go on a trip to Greece. Oh, we're talking right? about other locations now. Good. Yes, yeah. I need to do that. Yeah. But, you know, you, you know, anyone wants to give me, that's fine. I'm good with that. I will take that. No problem. That's an experience. Come yep. on, let's yep. go. But don't come with me. I don't want you with me. <laughs> Just give me the trip and I'll tell you about it. So what's your favorite part of Christmas? Um, I've, well, I always love the lights. So I drive around and watch, look at lights for endlessly it, in the evenings at different points. I love the lights. Yep. I love And this year. It seems like people really went out with the lights. I don't know. Maybe you don't think so, but our neighborhood is like lit up um love the lights and i start christmas music early i'm one of those people oh. so every time john, every time john gets in my car he's like Ugh. that's the worst <laughs> he's like can we change it and i always have but, at least one tv on some christmas show and he walks in the room and about faces and goes out he's like you don't get to watch tv very often it's fine but i know he doesn't really mean because <laughs> i'll have like looping christmas story on all the time or elf on all the time or miracle on 30 i don't care it's hmm. one of my other friends literally watches the hallmark movie channel oh. for christmas all the time, even horrible. all year she does. So God love her. Just horrible. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that, but she watches, you know, because they make all those romance. But what kind Christmas. of Christmas music? Traditional, like old, like yeah. old traditional music. Like, like give me some Bing Crosby or Bing Dean Crosby, Martin, D yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Ella Fitz Fitzgerald, oh, yeah. Earth yep. the Kid, yep. you know, Santa Baby. I can put up with that. Stuff. Um, yeah. like the old, the old school stuff, like the really, and then the, the um. I want to call it the old tin. I call it the old tinny music. Like, you know, the old, like it's got that classic white Christmas. Yeah. It's got, you know, slit, you know, the nothing that gets made now, you know, Mariah Carey, you know, great song, but no, I'm like, <laughs> and that never comes on the station. Thank God that I have listened to it. Cause I've heard it so many times I could sing it in my sleep. Yeah. Um, but the, I love that. Yep. And I love, I love, um, 
in like in in terms of the the psychology of the house like i make my own environment to make it feel good and then as soon as it's over i'm like let's put all this stuff away <laughs> i like watching people embrace it i don't embrace it but i like what it does for people you know i'm 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 doing a think um yeah, I think that if I could see more of that, that would be great. I don't see, I mean, I see it because I've talked about it today, but I don't see a lot of it. I see people in, in the scurry, hurry, stress mode all the time. Like not to throw Whole Foods under the bus. I don't know if it's Whole Foods or not, but you go into Whole Foods and it's like, oh, yeah. this time of year, I'm like, is everyone okay? <laughs> I, you know, because I'm right in my office is right next to Whole Foods. So I'm in Whole Foods at least a few times a week, just whatever, yeah. sushi. Um, and I go in there and I'm like, the tension in here during the holidays yep. is brutal. Well, as you get closer, you get more tension. But at the beginning of December, for example, if you're decorating, people just decorating, they're not, they haven't felt the pressure yet. They're just kind right. of embracing the right. holiday. And right. Which I is like why that. I think the lights look so good because yeah. people put their lights up like really early this year. And I think people did it without worry. And now, I, you know, when you see people out there right now on a ladder, uh, you know, <laughs> my house. Yeah. Just saying. Well, we, so we had an, I'm going to digress for a second. So we had a massive rainstorm here for people in the country yep. that are listening. They have no idea what we had this week. We had a massive monsoon on, was that Monday? It was Monday. Yeah, it was Monday. And, um, did you have power the whole day? I did. I did not. Well, lost we, it most of the day. I did not have an issue with power knock on every kind yeah. of non-surface in here that's <laughs> not wood. Um, because, uh, years ago we had that massive, massive, that's the word right now, snowstorm on, a, on Halloween that, yeah. knocked our power grid off in our town for five days. Yep. They came in and spent a wad of money on new power grids and whatever. And since then we have literally had no major, we've had, we've gone down for maybe a few hours and come back up. Yep. So we didn't have any issues, but the, um, so when I bought the house that I'm in 20 some odd years ago, there was this beautiful conservation land behind me. Yep. It's beautiful. That's why I bought it. Like yep. the front of the house is like, eh, whatever. But the back was like, Ooh, you're in like paradise. Like, ah, you could hear the birds singing and like, yep. like raccoons talking to you. Um, really? <laughs> well, you know, I am a psychologist, so whatever. <laughs> no. All right. Hallucinating. I'd love to hear that. conversation. Yeah, so would I, yeah. um, I have it all the time in my head. Yeah. Um, but the, <laughs> <laughs> You know, the things that run through my head that I don't say out loud. Anyway, so the backyard <laughs> was beautiful. Yep. And you could walk the whole mile from my backyard to the other street that's off. Right now, you have to swim. That's yeah, it's a lake. It's a lake. Yeah, and I'm talking, and I'm not exaggerating. Like I, mm, and it's because the beaver moved in. Now I know that I have a friend <laughs> listening that's going to be laughing right now, yep. going, "Oh my god," because um, he loves this story about the beavers yep. but so we've been fighting the beavers yep. <laughs> for I've, the past i've done this battle <laughs> we've been fighting the beavers yep. and because we're conservationists ourselves we don't exterminate the beavers because in massachusetts you cannot move them you can only trap them in a very inhumane terrible way and kill them with a trapper permit or they have to come in. and i'm all for not doing that you can't let people know you moved them okay <laughs> i have that's I've, the key i have said this to John and he's like, do you want to get bit by one? I'm like, oh, whatever. So anyway, that, that's so, a real thing, right? Oh, it is because yeah, yeah. they're massive and they can go 30 miles an hour. Yeah. So, um, so we have gone through multiple different variations of how to fix this problem, and we got it under control about four or five years ago, finally, through great efforts. But the water only receded so much, so we've been keeping it at bay. So it's been reasonable. Well, <laughs> well. How much water do these damn beavers need? Exactly. <laughs> Monday. My, and we've been calling the conservation people for the past three weeks because we've been seeing the water. We've had so much rain. Yep. So we've been seeing it rise and we've been seeing it get worse. And, um, and we're the low lying area. So my house sits up on a hill, but the bottom of it is right at that level. And I'm like, oh no. So finally, I called on Monday because it was raining really bad and I had to send a video to the new guy, the new guy who was trying to tell me that there's no way that anybody from the town or the state had ever come out and done anything to help us. It's all on record that they did. Yeah. Right. So they were, and then he was like, Oh, I didn't get it. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah. So we ended up with, you know, four inches in our utility room of oh. water for the first time. And the entire time I've owned the house of so John was bucketing out water and siphoning out water and my office, my office that I use for, yep. 
people who don't want to be seen by paparazzi and other things. Yep. I was like really close to getting water and flood insurance doesn't cover that because they only cover utility boxes. So it would have to go up five feet to hit my utility box to actually. So it doesn't matter that my, my screening TV for football players and my couches and all my stuff, it doesn't matter. So we don't have, so it doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter. So I was a little nervous because we had ducks and fish and things instead of deer and talking raccoons and things like that. We had swimmy things in our backyard. Um, But we had so much water. It was scary. It was like we needed an ark. We could have put the boat out and gone all the way across. <laughs> and so so we're having another beaver issue. And it's really a water issue at this point oh. because of the beaver. So, so it's still ongoing. Um, well, it's receded today. <laughs> and we thank God we're going to have five days of no rain or four days. Saturday is going to rain again. Yeah. But people that I know are working on it. Their suggestion was that we kill the beaver. Like that's not going to take the water away. So just for people that are listening, no one's killing any beaver because no. I don't want it happen, but they won't let us move them. But if I moved to New Hampshire, I could move them because you're allowed to move them in New Hampshire. The reason why you're not allowed to move them is because they're very territorial. So if you move them out of one ecology, you know, ecosystem and put them in another, they, they don't survive well. And then it ruins the other. So that's, and I get that. I understand that. But in New Hampshire, nobody cares. Well, they care. Well, they do, they don't care about that apparently. New Hampshire's got their own issues with the water. But they they I've been told if you just move them up there. I've had so many people you know offer if you just move the beavers up to New Hampshire. I'm like yeah, I can, can you see them in the back of my beamer? <laughs> I can't. I just can't. I don't even know. I how tell it. you how many animals I've relocated. Merry Christmas. Oh, me, us too. Yeah. We've tried to. We've also tried to save. You know four five canadian geese with buckshot and lead poisoning and mm-hmm. we've taken them all the way down to like i've had geese in the back of my car okay multiple times so beaver what's the deal with the beaver well beavers are a little different yeah so and you just can't put the have a heart trap out and they get caught i mean we I've caught had we, enough animals get released and turn around and come at me well that's a problem <laughs> a beaver would be an issue uh, well yes well it's so funny because john when he was years ago well a few years ago when john was doing he was given permission i always have to say this because people are like oh my god yes he was given from permission was working with the beaver solutions people from amherst that's what they're called from amherst <laughs> massachusetts <laughs> shut i want to work for them <laughs> the beaver solutions people this is like so awful i don't know how i got to have the beaver solutions people. yes this is about christmas not yeah. ruining my christmas in my yeah. backyard and having my house float down the river um <laughs> the beaver solutions people were coming in and they were putting tubes in with john like to bypass it i beaver. am with beaver solutions <laughs> uh, <laughs> merry christmas yeah merry christmas <laughs> this, oh my god yeah. this is supposed to be about health so and he's wellness. given permission by the beaver solution people yes and the town to and they came and they were all so john was out there doing like the bypass tubing which was working that's what got it at bay for a while then it didn't work anymore because the beavers proliferated um because they're but they're good but john was also given permission i have to keep saying that to dismantle because if you dismantle or it's called molesting a dam it's a hundred thousand dollar fine in the state of massachusetts and if you kill a beaver without a permit it's thirty thousand dollars just saying in Massachusetts. So yep. I know my beavers. <laughs> so if so he's out there taking it apart. They're taking the dam apart to kind of help this tubing thing. Yep. The beaver is literally I have video. The beaver as they're doing that, the beaver's swimming back <laughs> with wood and putting it back on the stack. Yep. The next morning, that whole re- that whole wall was rebuilt. That's how fast. It pros. And they are big. And I'm like, and I kept yelling out, they're going to bite you. Now you can get all kinds of tick-borne illnesses from them, yeah. which they get. You can get all kinds of diseases. And this is, oh, we're talking about Christmas. Merry Christmas. Well, they're rodents, aren't they? I can, uh, they are, or they're... Are they the, marsupials or whatever? No, they're not marsupials. Yeah. They're not marsupials. They're not a platypus. <laughs> oh, my God. You're just talking out your butt now. Yeah. Jeez. This is so good. Like, laughter is important for Christmas. Laughter is important. Find funny things. That was useful information, by the way, because my beaver wars have been in New Hampshire. But you you molest a dam in Mm -hmm. Massachusetts, Mm -hmm. $100,000? Good Lord. And $30,000 for... You can kill a beaver, but you can't trap one. 
I don't understand this. Anyway. Yeah. I can I can hear some of the people that I know are listening right now. Oh, I spent so pro- much money on my Beaver Woods. Potentially <laughs> spent so much money. This is a crazy conversation. Yep. This is you know. But see, you have to find these are the kinds of conversations you should have at like holidays. Yep. These are funny. Like you you have to have lightness and brevity and not brevity. Well, maybe for some people and levity and stuff like that. Yep. Not talking about you know religion and politics. No politics. No religion. Social media. Social media. Yeah, see, I don't, you know, I have I have cats on my social media and like pretty donkeys and like things from Aruba and things from Cabo San Like I don't have, and it's all my business stuff. No, but that was what whips up all those other conversations. So. I know, but but there's always one per let's go back to the holidays and get away from the beavers for a second in my floating house. <laughs> but my past crimes, apparently. <laughs> uh, it Not was mine. in New Hampshire. So yeah. that's right. You yeah. apparently are fine. But um See, you just distracted me. Sorry. What was I let's talking? go back to the holidays. I know, let's go back to the holidays. And I was talking about people and 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 mental health people. Having good conversations. As Having opposed good to conversations. Religion oh, and, and right. Is that there's always one person who comes to the party, so to speak, that has it in mind to just stir the pot. And it's okay for you to say, I really don't talk about that. I don't want to talk about that yeah. and not there's a difference too because i know people i have i have a teenager in my life that will look at me and go i don't want to talk about that and that's because yeah. that's a different i don't yeah, want to talk. Different, yeah. that's a different thing this is like you know i don't think we should talk about that i don't think that's something i will want to talk about because i think it's going to cause you know we're not on the same you know same page yeah. um so set your boundary down about that that's a healthy boundary to set like i'm like or you can pre like i did at thanksgiving you can say to people um, I didn't do this, but I gave the advice that you can say to people, we're not talking about politics. We're not talking about religion because, or, and currently people, and I forgot to talk about this. People have been talking heavily about the war between um, Israel and Palestine and yep. Hamas and the differences and who believes and what they believe and who support it. Don't, don't bring that to the no. table because if Very you, divided issue. you're going to have a lot of, and that's where our, I don't know why I never talked about that. It just keeps bypassing, but it's been a big topic. And that's, you know, again, it's politics and religion combined. And then it's just, it's not good food for fodder on a holiday to end well. And and, and, and then add in alcohol and drive yeah. it harder. Mm-hmm. And trust me, you're not going to move the needle. No. On anybody uh-uh. at all. Uh-uh. What's the point? Well, and, and, and it gets into then where are you getting your facts? And then, you know. I was, I was actually sitting at a at a dinner table a couple of weeks ago with a, a couple of people, and I think I might have mentioned we got into a, a conversation about politics, and well, it got very heated very quickly for this one person because I made a I made a comment like, no, that's not true. I was trying to listen to this. Other, I said, no, that's not true, and I didn't give space for the person to finish what they were saying about it, but it yep. was also not true. But then I had to back it down and just be like, sure. And I just let it like, let it ride because they were speaking from knowledge that they had, that they had heard and they had read and they had, but it was stuff that they had heard. And I just gave space for it. And I had to back it away to say, yep, you're, yep. You read that. And they, they did, they read all the things that they were saying. They weren't things that I would have agreed with, but I was just, but I had to make space for it because in the haste of that, it coming up at the table, I wasn't the one that brought it up, but then I was, so I got so stirred by like the comments that were so (gasps) like atrocious about, genocide and other i was like mm. and so i had to make a comment and then i was like okay i'm gonna back this down because there's no win and it's easier to back it out than to be right so when i go play with the dog right it's yeah. it back it out because yeah. i knew right away like don't take the bait jump out and but i started to take the bait and even in all my years of doing this i had to bring it down and say okay think because we're so easy to react to the emotional piece versus respond, which is sometimes no response or just knowing better to, you know, people get caught in that conflict of cognitive dissonance of, well, if I don't say something, then I'm not standing up. And if I do say something, then make peace with yourself that in not saying something, sometimes you are standing up for it because it's, you're not being a silent observer. You're not being a a silent protester. You're just not getting involved in a fight. That's not going to win. If you're, this is the couple issue, family issues happen all the time. It's the right fight. Who needs to be right? If you're in a right fight, the fight's over because if you're trying to be right and they're trying to be right and you're, there's no, 
there's no win. And if you're in it to win, that's still not going to go anywhere. What a waste of time on a beautiful holiday when you could be just playing games and having fun and doing other things. But, you know. Is keeping context helpful? For In other words, <laughs> I'm here. This is a Christmas outing. I'm here for a couple hours at 4 o'clock. I'm out. It's done. I can't change what's happening in Gaza at this dinner table. Well, you could say that. No, I'm not say it. No, oh. just for your mindset. Oh, yes. It's, to just, have, yes. it's just kind of like whatever happens here happens. It's not helping or hurting anything. It's just people the... talking. I'm done at 4, <laughs> and the Patriots are on at 4.30 or whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, great mindset to have with the caveat and not saying anything negative, but with the caveat, you're going to have people still at the table who are going like, well, what do you think? And, and if, you know, and if you put your mindset out, like, you know, I'm just, you know, I, I really don't have an opinion right now because we're just here for Christmas. People like you'll, you may get the, the bump back of, yeah. well, you know, you must have an opinion. What does it mean? You know, you get, oh, I never deny I have an opinion. It's just, right. I'm, Deny it's the appropriate time right. to air it. And people don't like that. Yeah. So be prepared. So this is part of the other piece of like these these get togethers is be prepared. Come prepared for your comments back. Like I rehearse with people. Yeah. <laughs> like a full-blown conversation that they're anticipating having at the holidays. I've done this for the past two weeks dozens of times. It's a full-blown conversation of what's coming, of how to respond, what to say, and <laughs> Last night, someone said, can you just come with me? <laughs> I'm like, nope, you got to <laughs> yeah, do it. And so we yeah. practice over and over about, you know, how to respond back to certain things because it's so you, you take the bait. And if you don't come prepared with your your comments and your dialogue, then you get caught off guard. Don't get caught off guard because, you know, already it's coming. So if you play like it's not coming, then, you know. But the key to that position is feeling in your own mind that that's your position, because what, what you're talking about there is. A way to protect yourself when you, you're vulnerable right but if you believe in your heart look i'm just not getting into this right now exactly then, then you're not vulnerable right it's just like no i'm not going to get drawn in well and and i think that that's i think that that's very important and i think that it also um i've seen it happen even recently that when you come from that standpoint and other people are in an anticipation that you're going to react, they flare up and as if you're already and you're not even participating yep. and they still react and then they get all upset and then they embarrass themselves, which yeah. happened not to me, but to someone else around me. And it's, it's like, kind of the price of it, but still. Right. But you watch them implode, unfortunately yeah. for them, because you're just not participating in their um, stuff. Yeah. You know, they have an anticipation that you're going to have a reaction to them and they're waiting for it. And so then they react as if you did, because that's what people do. They have their perception and then they go right into what they think you said, what they think you're going to say, what they think they heard you say. And then they go, they're not really listening to hear, they're listening to re react. Yeah, but the key to, the key to taking that position sex successfully, Ooh, in my a, mind. There's a Freudian yes, slip, sex. Successfully, in my mind, is that you can't sound judgmental. Right. It's like you're not a bad person for talking about it at the table. It's just I'm just not getting it. Well, right. And, yeah. and it's about uh, the best way I can describe how to do that kind of like technique is to go flat. And what means is like gen be genuine so that you can't be snarky and be flip. Yeah. Even though someone might think of it like that. You just have to be like, I'm just not talking about that it's because I don't want it yeah. to ruin dinner and yeah. move on. People will still push, you know, with little comments and you just like that's what you walk away. Yeah. You walk away. You know, occupy yourself with something else. Go stand in front of the TV yeah. for a second, or because if they sniff judgment, they'll react to it. Right, and then they'll and then they'll pull for it. Yep. Because it's what people know. People will pull for the vicious cycle that they get their cup filled in. Right. This is like the tethering I talked about with narcissism. Like the more that they dump out to um, to you to get you to play, so to speak, yep. they're drawing from your cup. The more they draw from your cup, the more they fill up theirs. Once they're full, then what they'll do essentially is they'll love bomb you back eventually because they want to be like, oh, I love you. I love you. I destroyed you emotionally. <laughs> now I'm going to build you back up with love, yep. make you feel like we're okay. And then they're going to deplete you again. And it's like, mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm, I'm watching a, a set of people right now do that, like do that. It's, um, and interestingly, it's usually, I mean, gender wise, it's, I often see it with men first, but there's a female that's doing this to a couple people and love bomb, love bomb, love bomb, both yep. of the people in her life. And then 
when it's not going well, she then attacks when she, she's getting attacked by them. She then attacks someone outside on her family because it's not feeling good. So she depletes them yeah. and she goes right after them and then, then goes back and loves bomb. It's like this very vicious cycle and it's maintaining a supply chain. Well, there are exactly. different supply points. Right. So, and so, yeah. and, and so I've told, you know, people that are involved in it, including, you know, myself, who's a periphery, like, don't be part of the supply chain. And that makes it so much better. But then that the cost of that is there's no connection. It's a very distanced relationship. But that's I think it's better to have that than have the the repeated stress of being in the mental energy drain of over and over and over. Yeah. Because you're just going to keep doing it. You're going to keep getting because the mature. This also comes with maturity. The maturity level of someone that doesn't have their own self-observing ego that doesn't look at who they are, what they're doing, how they're utilizing themselves with other people and how, you know, yep. and they don't see their own stuff in the mix. You just can't, you can't be fighting that. It's just a waste of time. Mm -hmm. If people don't have the ability to see what yeah. they're doing and that, and you know, they, I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk about that. I'm not going to, I'm I, yeah. Well, it's just the way yep. it is. Well, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to have a relationship because that's too draining on me. But again, going into the Christmas sessions, it's like, I'm here till four. Right. <laughs> it's right. okay. Whatever happens, happens. And right. I get to walk away. Well, and, and yep. right. And in some cases though, right. Yes. And in some cases though, then people do have to come back and see each other. Like they do see each other yeah. at other various times and, and then they have residual. That's why I'm cautionary to people about what you do and say and how you feel at the holiday table, so to speak, or whatever, so that you don't, if you know that you're going to see these people in a week. Well, I'm not saying go nuts. I'm just saying in, in sitting in that Right. position when you're being stressed out it's like okay right. i walk out the door at four or, right you know like I said, go play with the kids right if there are any yeah and a lot of times there's... that's why god invented the nfl <laughs> but but not everybody goes know, and I does know. that i know not everyone goes and does that unless kansas city's playing because everyone <laughs> wants to see taylor swift <laughs> I'm, just, I'm so tired of you done done I'm, with I'm that yeah. love taylor but I, I do love taylor but i'm so done with the whole oh. multi-billionaire you see you can just keep walking yeah yeah right love her but yeah but i'm i'm really it's infiltrated the yeah the season of football <laughs> it's i get more questions now not about i usually get football player questions and and technique quite uh, like real sport questions yeah i get taylor swift questions now all the time i'm like i don't know i don't know her I don't know. You get Taylor Swift questions. Uh, mm -hmm. As it's if, interesting because people assume because I do work with football players, generally speaking. Yeah. Right. Which I, you know, <clears throat> that I know her. Yeah. Okay. I only know about her through other people. I don't know her personally. I haven't met her. And people just think because she was at Gillette that I must know her. I don't know her because she was at Gillette Stadium. <laughs> that doesn't know. That's how. And so. And you know bigger people, but that's another story. It's interesting because we did the show a few weeks ago about comics and the way yes. and, and the mental health and, yes. and that processing. Yes. Musicians are kind of the same way, especially her. She's a great case study she, because well, everything's right out in the lyrics. Well, everything's right out in the lyrics. And she's so forward with um, God. Talk about at least in 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 her words, how she's very healthy. She's exceptionally think healthy. So? I do. So you haven't had that. I, I, I thought actually the opposite. No, I think she's exceptionally healthy. Yep. I think she's done a lot of work on herself to be able to stand her ground and to be a female in a very, very male dominated industry that's psychologically very um, de uh, <clears throat> de uh, dependent making for women and damaging in general, unless you comply. I think it was good for her to step back and take her three years or whatever it was off and really put herself together. I know much to her father's chagrin, and this is only from me seeing things and reading things. And I do read and see yep. about her. Um, sometimes I think she says things that her father was, her father specifically will be like, Oh, really Taylor, you shouldn't, but she's like, no dad, I'm going to, you know, and she's right. She should speak up and say the things, but you know, you can see the dynamic, but I think uh, her messaging and her her kindness and her love and her genuineness and her authentic I think it's all her. I think she's going to be depleted energy wise over time because she's so she's so front and center. I would imagine she's going to have to take a step back here at some point yeah. because she needs to regroup. 
<clears throat> just for her own energy supply. Well, musicians can do that right. too because she she's, she's doing a year and a half with right. this tour, which is the biggest thing I can remember. Right. And, and it's, I mean, it's changed economies of countries. Yeah. I mean, she's huge. It's right. huge, but right. she can go away for a year. Right. And yeah. it, right. Put and an album out, wait another six months, and then go on tour. She can go away for 18 months. Right. Well, it, she's got a whole thing coming out now. Another thing. Yeah. So, and people are like, you know, but I think for her as a person, not, and I don't know her, but I think her as a person, very healthy. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I think of her as very healthy. I don't know her at all either. Well, but, uh, yeah. I just know her through reading, seeing her, seeing her documentaries, seeing her, her stuff over the years, like following her since she was younger. Like yeah. I, this, she's not a new phenomenon to me. Like I've watched her, I've liked yeah. her for a long time. So, but, um, and I do love her music and I do love her, but, and I think, you know, and I think she's a good spokeswoman, woman for women. Women. Yeah. When she was country, she was great. I'm not big biggest she, fan of the pop stuff <laughs> when now. When she crossed but, over, right. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But well, still, I mean, I, I get it. It's kind of like for her. She's kind of like for me what Prince was. It's like I don't yeah. love everything, but I see the genius and everything. Right. She's genius right. songwriter. Yeah, genius yeah. songwriter, genius yeah. businesswoman. Oh yeah, probably. Very and super talented, like across the board. You know. Um, and I think that makes it. And speaking of this, so I can tie it back into Christmas, because now we've gone from Beavers to Taylor Swift, and <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs, you know, Patriots, Gillette, you know, who I what know. What was it? The Beaver what, Solution? Beaver Solutions. Beaver Solution. Beaver Solutions. Hello. Yeah. Good morning, Mary. It's really, I'm going to send a resume. Okay. It's the business card I want. I know. They're very nice people. Blue Blassy Beaver Solutions. <laughs> so... <laughs> Oh, my God. Mary, if you're just joining us and you missed the show, you'll have to go back and listen to yeah. why we're talking about beavers and water. But anyway, going back to Christmas, what I was saying is Taylor Swift is probably I, I was watching the number. I do this because I watch stock market. So, right. So talk about psychology of stuff. Right. Taylor Swift is going to be the merch and all of her stuff that comes with it and all the tickets for next year. And all, it's one of the biggest Christmas present draws for this year under the Christmas tree. I would imagine. It's yeah. enormous money. I mean, I know probably a dozen people right now, just off the top of my head that are flying to Toronto to see her. Yeah. Right. It's big enough. It's right. A, and and word, I know yeah. a couple people that not as many, but going overseas to see her. Yeah. I mean, it's like not, that, it's cheaper to see her by flying overseas and getting tickets overseas than to see her here. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be me, but I understand well, how it you. could happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could understand it. She's a destination. Yeah, she's an experience. Like got the a, whole got a France and Sierra. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Well, and yeah. that's so going back to the beginning, it's like give an experience. There's an experience. You're going to spend a lot of money on it, but there's there's an experience that you'll never forget because her show, from what I hear, which now I should have gone, but it oh, was spectacular. That is spectacular. And you know you can't take anything away from the fact that that girl can go for three hours singing in a downpour. And then she went to Argentina and yep. almost passed out in the heat and still did it. I read this, something that made me like her that's even more. Make, that's what's going to make her tired. I read an article recently about there. Uh, it was an article. It was more like a, just a question and answer about whether she was, how much lip singing she was doing. No, wait a second. First of all, it's a huge show. Yes. There are tracks there. She's singing, but there are tracks there. And of it's, course it's tracks. expected with a huge show like that. And they were talking about how it's so big and so complex that stuff goes wrong all the time, mm -hmm. but she just goes through it. Right. You know, and it's like, that's but you, what do, you do, you do yeah. know, you, do you know how she trained for the tour? No. And I would know this, right? Yep. She ran on the treadmill for several hours at a time, singing all of her songs straight <laughs> through over and over. Imagine and the over. physical aspect of this. So song. when you say yep. like the lip syncing, I cringe because I actually know from her not from her to me but i know from her speaking about it many times before the tour and during the tour that the reason how she got herself in such good shape is she started running on the treadmill singing all of her songs while running and speeding up slowly oh, down she... going up hills so you know I'm not no, no, her. no 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 yeah. offense to like britney spears who got totally caught yeah. <laughs> doing her whole song off sync right this girl sings on on she sings I'm, no one's it's just, just i want to see you get up there big, and sing. no i'm not it's not a knock at all. She sings. There are backing tracks. She's got <coughs> she, uh, <clears throat> some numbers with her, dance numbers. She, it might be there for her to back up. It's just Of like, course. Well, yeah. there's always tracks for people because they're there. But and This isn't a one-off show. <coughs> She's doing a couple hundred of these. Right. Exactly. Imagine the physicality of that. I, I, this is why I said she yeah. trained. 
So, so, but for all the people that are getting like tickets overseas and all the merch for Taylor this year, they're going to be happy at Christmas. There's going to be a lot of screaming females. Can you imagine being in that stadium? <laughs> yeah. I had people calling me from the, the, the concert at Gillette screaming. I'm like, oh my God, I'm glad I'm not there. Because <laughs> that was loud. <clears throat> anyway, going back to families and holidays. Yeah. Wow, we have traversed today the topics of been a wandering it's been a wandering show hey it's christmas yeah. this is the kind of thing you have to do at the holidays you have to just talk about this kind of stuff yeah right this is a good role modeling in my opinion of how to just kind of meander on through don't talk about hot topics don't bring up whose family member did what to you last year or 10 yep. years ago and did you know that aunt Susie did the okay i'm not judging anybody except right. for beavers maybe <laughs> It's, and it's even not a beaver we, issue anymore. It's we the water. We were kind to the beavers. I was. I didn't kill I was, any. I haven't killed a beaver. I didn't either. Yeah. But they want, They that's what their solution is. The town solution is kill the beavers. I'm like, and then where's the water going to go? It's still going to be there. They're like, oh. Like, seriously, it's not about killing them. It's about conserving them and getting rid of the water. And then they'll move away. Right? Doesn't that seem logical? Well, beavers are pretty persistent. I understand it, but if you take away their ability to do things with it, they've dropped all my trees. I have trees left. They <laughs> took every every birch tree I have is gone. Oh. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, it's yeah. My whole landscape has changed because of the beavers. <laughs> <laughs> you are awful. Uh, nothing, I can't. Nothing. I wish people could see you because you're making me laugh, and now I'm like sweating. I'm fine. I got uh -huh. no problems. Anyway, so like I said, I've been there. I've done this. <laughs> a so... transmitter site, oh my which God. is back in the woods, and nobody cares. It's not even conservation land, so it was kind oh, of you... free reign. Are you doing um? Are you doing the noise thing? Hmm? Are you doing the noise thing to get them to go away? Haven't didn't do that. No, oh, just that was a recommendation from someone else too. But you just I... kept racking up hundred thousand dollar fines with dismantling you... the dams. You did? Yeah. Oh, I was New Hampshire, so it was... oh. Apparently you, it's did, not illegal. I don't know. Did you pay? No, no, no. Mm. I just that was news to me that there's a fine for dismantling oh, a beaver dam. It's not dismantling, it's molesting. <laughs> That's what it says. Yeah. That's what the law says. It's molesting a beaver dam. You can kill them, but you can't trap them and move them. Another way to put I it know. is it gives them something to do because it's rebuilt in about two days. Oh, it's built faster than yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'll show you the video of them swimming by. Oh no, I understand. Building it as they were taking it down. Yeah. Hmm. So anyway, going back to just finishing up about the fact that I won't hear from anyone. Well, I'll hear from people. I won't talk to anyone on this show until after Christmas. So survival tips for your holidays with family. No politics, no religion, no hot topics. And go in with a plan. Have a preset dialogue in your head. So you pregame your words um, so that you know what you're going to say. Don't get caught off guard because you already know and, and, and set your boundaries, which doesn't mean being mean. It just means set your time boundaries, set your, your top, your topic boundaries. Um, it is okay to say no. It's a mm -hmm. full sentence with a, with an actual exclamation point, no, and or period. And, um, and enjoy something besides like what you're getting or what you're giving or, or giving is good, but what you're getting and how much it costs and did everyone get equal and all that stuff. Stop doing that. It's too much pressure. That's why I was so excited. I was like, Oh, I'm done. I'm not doing anything else. <laughs> I'm done. And if someone asked me for one more thing, which I did get, <laughs> someone's like, can I, I'm like, no, I'm like, you have a birthday coming. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you have a birthday in less than three weeks. You have a birthday coming oh and you're God, asking wow. me for another thing for Christmas. Yeah. No. Save something for you. Like, birthday. how about no? And it's just stuff. Yeah. Uh, experience. Go for experiences. It's never too late to give an experience. Yep. And it's worth the money because then people remember. Remember like a time? restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. If people don't go. So a you lot of people. You just gave me a restaurant. I know. But yeah. I gave you a restaurant because it's memorable for so many different reasons. <laughs> and it's not just like, you know, giving a gift card. Be careful of gift cards, by the way. Gift cards are are getting scammed this year oh really yeah so mm, be careful give like that's a paper gift card yeah. so the the recommendation that i heard is if you're giving gift cards which people like to give which by the way is really impersonal is only for people i'm not talking to you because that's personal but like if you're giving like 
you know, Starbucks card to, you know, every single person that's like doing something for you in your life. Yep. Remember, you got to check for them because if they're not paper right now, people are scamming them and taking all the money out of them. And oh. once you get them, so <laughs> you get nothing. Oh. They put these little things on. I saw a guy in CVS yesterday doing something weird with the gift cards. And I actually was a responsible citizen, not a Karen. And I went to one of the people that worked there manager and said there's a guy with like this little box doing and he was like what and he went over and he was like sir what are you doing and then i didn't hear the rest of it but yeah. there was something going on yep so be mindful anyway <laughs> there's my <laughs> psa for the day um uh yeah so hopefully people had a really fun time listening to this today that was a very meandering walk down whatever lane we did today for health and wellness and fun but hey it's christmas yeah. and um so i will be here next week to recap and debrief on all the antics that happen at the holidays that i will hear about between now and then and how people survived and i will see you next week merry christmas